day nine of the morning glory retreat the topic is who are you O immaculate conception part one so yesterday when i mentioned saint maximilian's arrest by the gestapo i left out a remarkable detail that will be important for today's reflection Two hours before his arrest, the future saint penned the single most important theological reflection of his life. It was nothing less than the answer that had eluded him for so many years. The answer to the question he had pondered over and over from the earliest days of his religious life which is, Who are you, O Immaculate Conception? In today's reflection, we'll begin to unpack this remarkable document, but before we do, let's pause and say a silent prayer to the Immaculata, asking for the grace to receive Colbe's wisdom. The document begins as follows. Immaculate Conception these words fell from the lips of the Immaculata herself. Hence, they must tell us in the most precise and essential manner who she really is. Who then are you, O Immaculate Conception? Good question, but still no answer. Later in the document, Colbe points out a simple but key point. At the apparitions in Lourdes, Mary did, did not say to Saint Benedict, I was immaculately conceived, but rather, I am the immaculate conception. This seems to be a problem. After all, Mary was immaculately conceived. In other words, through a special grace from God, she was conceived in the womb of her mother, Saint Anne, without any stain of original sin by the foreseen merits of her son. So why does she speak so strangely? Why? Does she make the grace she received at her conception her very name? Doesn't this almost seem as if she were making herself divine? Clearly, Mary is not God. So Colbe wrestled with this apparent divinity problem for decades and it led to the following solution. The Immaculate Conception is divine, but the one I'm talking about isn't Mary. It's the Holy Spirit. In other words, Kobe believed there are two Immaculate Conceptions, Mary and the Holy Spirit. Mary is the created Immaculate Conception. And the Holy Spirit is the uncreated Immaculate Conception. In other words, before there was the created Immaculate Conception, Mary, 
for all eternity there is the uncreated immaculate conception the one who for all eternity springs from god the father and god the son as an uncreated conception of love and who is the prototype of all the conceptions that multiply life throughout the whole universe so the father begets the son is begotten the spirit is the conception that springs from their love now the holy spirit is a conception in the sense of being the life and love that springs from the love of the father and the son in some analogous way there is the conception of children who spring from the love of husband and wife so the holy spirit is an immaculate conception because being god he is obviously without sin and finally the holy spirit is an eternal and created conception because again he is god okay so this covers colbert's teaching that the holy spirit is the immaculate conception but why does mary call herself by the same name so we leave this question for tomorrow today's prayer come holy spirit living in mary unveil for me the meaning of the immaculate conception hail mary full of grace the lord is with thee blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus holy mary mother of god pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death amen so as we end today's um, retreat i'd like to provoke your thinking as you meditate on these words who is the immaculate conception and it just fills my heart with so much joy to know that we know that god is a mystery and that is why we cannot understand even the trinity with our own mind like the trinity is a mystery god is a mystery and everything that god did also has that one side of being a mystery so we only manage to understand that which has been given to us granted to us and revealed to us and it is very interesting when you think about the story of mary <laughs> because you see the truth is that if god is holy and god in his own way at a certain time and season that only he had designed it wasn't at the time of the israelites he could have sent jesus then but he sent a moses you know he could have sent a jesus then but he sent all these other prophets before so in his own acceptable time he reveals to the world that he's going to send his son to the world i mean god was going to come <laughs> to be with his own uh, creation you know this is just 
unheard of if you imagine the story of salvation. And he chooses to do this through a young girl, you know. It is a mystery in itself. And the fact that God is so, so holy, he would have done this salvation. He would have saved the world and brought redemption in you know, a way that he didn't have to cause his son to be born of Mary, but also because of who he is, he chose to do it in this way. So that means it will be forever a mystery in our minds and in our lives. And I I normally imagine there is just so much that we cannot comprehend and that is why we just have to uh, receive what we are given in the word of God and what the Lord reveals. Because if we seek to really understand that which is beyond us, then we lose our mind. So for God to have chosen a Mary, for God to have chosen uh, his son to come into the world through a young girl, I mean, she had to have been chosen from eternity to do this one thing. For God, a holy God, to be born of a woman, then she had to have been holy herself. So God, in his own mysterious ways and mysterious plan, he has the power, the ability, the capability to have preserved her in holiness, to have preserved her before she even became the mother of Jesus. And it is very interesting, you know, to think about some of these things and to know that uh, when we let God be God, then we can rightfully take our places as his children, as human beings, as his creation. And that way we will not have to use our mind trying to understand so much with our mind, but our faith will grow when we accept what the word of God is talking to us and what is revealed to us, which is very interesting. And as you get to think about this question, who is the Immaculate Conception, uh, I would encourage you to think about it in the light of the Word of God, in the light of who God is, in the light of what God can do. Mary knew, she said, nothing will be impossible for God. You know, God in his own way, in his own means, he can use anyone, he can do anything because he is God to accomplish his own purpose for the greater glory of his name. So it is the same for each one of us. When God presents us with an assignment or a task each day of our lives, or even some of us for the rest of our lives, whatever area that God has placed you, whatever it is that he has given you, the capability, the knowledge, the talent to do, then it means that that assignment cannot be done by anyone else because you are special, you are unique. You know, you are the one that God created to fill that void and that gap in this world of his own. So it means that he has equipped each one of us to be able to fulfill that assignment 
So when we rise up to do it, sometimes we are bound to feel insufficient, probably because of the challenges that may come our way. Sometimes we are bound to feel like we we are not enough, like we don't have what it takes to do it, like we are not qualified enough to do it. But we need to know that, uh, you know, that part, we have to delete some of these um, parts in our brain and allow Jesus to occupy those spaces within us because then we will know that Jesus came to fill in the the void he came to fill in the missing the missing link so what does that mean it means if i feel insufficient then that is when i need to welcome Jesus if i feel unqualified then i need to welcome Jesus you know if i feel if i do what i can do and what i think i should do and what i know i should do then that means whatever is remaining can be filled with jesus so that way then we are complete in him because we cannot be complete without jesus and he came for this purpose and for this reason so even what would have been missing for mary he already filled it before he came so that in in him she would be complete before taking on the assignment and she knew this from a very young age because she was created for this so let us rise up every day with the conviction and the grace that god has presented and provided for us to be able to leave our assignments to be able to do that thing that god has given us an opportunity to do because uh, if we are alive then we are alive for him and when we do it like we are doing it for God then he will fill in the gaps he will help us you know that is Jesus he said his power is made perfect in our weakness so when we are weak then he comes to strengthen us he is the one who the lord abba father gave to us to complete the equation to complete the missing link in our lives to fill the void in our hearts to fill the void in our minds to help us with our decisions and all our plans to help us with our going out and coming in to help us with our families our jobs you know if anything we do and everything we do it like we are doing it for God then we will we'll have the grace that we need and God will be glorified in that thing and then at the end of the day we shall succeed in that thing that we engage ourselves in and is going to be for our own good and for the greater glory of his name so have a wonderful day and god bless you